everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Heidi St. John podcast. Today is Friday, July 27th. And as promised, my friend Aaron Chase is here with me today. We're going to be talking a little bit to the mom or the dad who feels overwhelmed by their life and is basically turned into a drive through diva. And they're wondering why in the world their kids need to eat dinner every single night. So if that's you and you've been frustrated and kind of discouraged and you're having a hard time getting healthy, uh, frugal meals on the table, stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So I was talking to you guys the other day about sort of my my uh, my little thing I've been doing all summer, which is just uh, cleaning out my house. I am happy to report that I am almost done. I did give away a bunch of books over at my Instagram, and I've got two more stacks to give away, which I think I'll do next week after I get a couple things uh, straightened out. So follow me over at Instagram if you want to be uh, entered into those. We had over 2,000 of you enter the first one. So uh, I'm giving them away in bundles because I don't have time to give individual books away this summer, but it is a lot of fun. And I've had a whole lot of fun uh, just um, giving stuff away to you guys and cleaning my house out at the same time. I call that winning. So speaking of winning, the launch team has just been announced. If you are interested in being on the launch team for Prayers for the Battlefield, um, I will link back to that in the show notes today. Uh, we're going to start giving stuff away over there and uh, giving away. The first thing you're going to get is the, uh, the, the e-copy of Prayers for the Battlefield. And then we're going to be having a whole lot of fun just going through the book. So uh, I will link back to that in the show notes today. You need to apply to be on the launch team. So uh, we're excited to just get that up off the ground. So thanks, everybody, for doing that. Also, we're coming to the end of our Bible study. Is that really in the Bible over at MomStrong International? And we're going to do it again for the month of August because um, I have I keep getting more questions coming in. And I thought, you know, it's just a it's sort of a fun, light study for summer. So uh, you can join me by um, joining us over at and just logging in, creating an account over at MomStrongInternational.com. All right, without further ado, I want to introduce my friend, Erin Chase, to you. She is the founder of $5Dinners.com, and she's on a mission to help busy, overwhelmed home chefs learn to spend less money on groceries and get organized in the kitchen. Her courses and membership programs have helped thousands of shoppers save hundreds of thousands of dollars on countless shreds and countless shreds of sanity, which I think probably just worth it all by itself. So beyond the money savings, Aaron's helped many people to enjoy cooking again and help them stop feeling stressed and overwhelmed with feeding their families every single night. Um, my friend Aaron lives in San Antonio. You guys know that um, my assistant Melissa lives down there, or she did. She's getting ready to move to Oklahoma. Uh, but I love Aaron's bio because she says when she's not whipping up delicious frugal meals in the kitchen or helping streamline work schedules, she can be found out on a run, chasing her four boys around the neighborhood or taking an escape from the South Texas heat at the pool. She lives with her husband and a furry boy uh, down there in South. And you know what? The, the South Texas heat is real. So Aaron, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Heidi. Thanks for having me on. I'm so glad that you're here, dude. I was in South Texas visiting Melissa last year. I think it was like a hundred. We went to Magnolia, spent the day at Magnolia, did the river walk. It was like 120 degrees. I'm not even kidding. Yes, it was a record 109 yesterday. 109 plus humid. Like it, it just, you, you just oh. melt. Melt. It's awful. Oh my word. Oh my word. Well, you should come and visit me because it's, well, actually, 
We don't have humidity up here, but I will say it was almost 100 here yesterday. So I don't know if it would help you. But the lack of humidity might help a little bit. It, is, so. it does make a big difference. The humidity <laughs> is just, it makes you just, the it, it, the heat is one thing, the dry heat. The the humidity is what makes you just feel like you're just melting. Like you can't breathe. Like you take in a no. breath. And, you're like, and you wonder why you water. take a shower. Because you take a shower and then you get out and you're out stall wet again. So yes. I, can, I always tell people, I <laughs> right, I always think humidity makes me angry. <laughs> So funny. Like, why do why, why, why? I don't understand. Well, this is, I'm really excited to have you on because we've been planning this for a long time. And you do a really cool thing. And I've, I have just loved watching your, you're sort of this entrepreneur, you know, super mom. I've been watching you grow $5 dinner. So uh, since you've never been on the show before, can you just tell our uh, listeners what it is that, what, what is $5dinners.com for everybody who's not familiar with it? So $5dinners.com is getting ready to celebrate its 10th anniversary. We started the the blog in August of 2008. And it was crazy. a place where I, it is crazy. It was a place where I, I chronicled just what we were making for dinner, what I'm buying at the grocery store, which coupons we're clipping and using and, and all of that. And it's evolved over time as it's grown and as my family has grown and my schedule has changed and things that we have developed, it has kind of evolved, but it's still a place that we share budget-friendly recipes, many of which I can still do for under $5. It does $5 for the whole meal, even for our family of six, which it, it can be a little bit trickier. Most of our meals now are kind of close to the $7, $8 mark for, for all six of us. But it, you know, it comes back to kind of playing the game of you know getting meat when it's on sale, getting shopping seasonal produce, buying you know extra blueberries when they're super sale and freezing them. So there's a lot of different hacks that you can do to, you know, keep them budget friendly. So is this like, so I, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about something that we weren't planning on talking about for just a second, because I am sad um, about Daycon. <laughs> oh my gosh. Me I, too. I am me telling both. you. Yeah. You and me both. I am super sad about it. From what I understand and have heard from insiders is that it was a double whammy with um, a, an investor gone rogue and some lawsuits, which are super unfortunate, and a supplier issue and kind of the double whammy of them both happening so close together forced their operations team into this sort of paralysis and they just couldn't deliver. And so they just decided to shut down. And it's super sad. I have heard there's an alternative coming that's not like ButcherBox, which is a lot more expensive. I've heard um, and so I'm, I'm hopeful that either they'll regroup and restart because they have all the connections and all the, um, relationships to maybe restart under another company, um, and get new suppliers, but there might be an alternative before that. So we'll see. Oh man. I just was like that, that sort of was my solution. Like I, and so now, I mean, I was at Costco the other day looking at their frozen chicken, just like, <laughs> I don't even, I don't even want to, I'm like, eh, I don't even want to do that. All right. So when you're, when you're talking to the mom who is overwhelmed and stressed out and she's, you know, when you talk about a $7 dinner, that's sort of what made me think Zacon was, I think that was a lot of how I did inexpensive dinner. I really want to know just for fun, like, where do we get meat? Where do we get blueberries? When, I mean, now I guess would be the time to get blueberries because hello, they're exploding off of the blueberry bushes around here right now. Right. Um, but what's your like sort of hacks for busy moms who are trying to, uh, make frugal meals and find their meat and their produce at good prices. 
So you've got to study the store circular, right? So meat's going to be advertised on the front page of the store circular, and you're going to just have to be following the meat sales cycles. So instead of like doing the Zacon thing where you're getting 40 pounds of chicken at once, you're going to get like 12 to 16 pounds of chicken breasts when it's on sale. And then the next week when, you know, pork chops are on sale, you'll get five, six packages and kind of do the same thing just maybe buying things more frequently than getting, you know, two cases of chicken from Zacon twice a year to last you for the whole year. So you just, you'll just play the game a little differently, but you have to do the meat sales around the store prices. Same goes with produce, right? I'm not buying a lot of sweet potatoes right now, but when sweet potatoes, I think it was right after, it was either right after Christmas or right after Thanksgiving, I bought like 40 pounds put a bunch in the instant pot, put a bunch in the oven, put a bunch of mashed them all up and froze them as mashed sweet potatoes. They do really well being frozen better than white potatoes do. And so by kind of playing that game of, you know, it's, it's kind of a double whammy really. And I think one of the ways that helps keep me ahead of dinner is I got it when it was on super sale the the sweet potatoes i think they were like 9 9 or 15 or 19 cents a pound it was something ridiculously cheap. wow that's crazy and so yeah. i'm like let me just buy all of the ones i can buy. i think my cart was half full i'm not kidding it was <laughs> i'm sure the checkout lady thought i was insane but i have two instant <laughs> pots a, a bunch of you know dishes i could put them in to put them in the oven um to to kind of uh steam bake and, and caramelize them make them taste really awesome and so you know it's kind of playing that um game so it's i got it when it was on sale but then I also got it in the freezer at the same time, right? Right. So being like, it's amazing to me. And this is this is one of the things I wanted to share about overwhelm, right? So we get overwhelmed um, in general, not just around dinner, but in general um, for for two reasons. And I think once you understand this, it makes it a little bit easier to kind of float through the the witching hour of dinner or any stressful point that you find in your day, you know, on a daily basis. I know for a lot of people, it's kind of that later in the day, witching hour, dinner's coming. It's four o'clock. Four o'clock. Four four p.m. I don't know what to do. I'm paralyzed. (laughs) And it's two things. Yeah, it's two things. So overwhelm happens for two reasons. One, our brains have this terrible ability to prioritize. Like we're just not great at prioritizing things. And so when it comes to be four o'clock, it's like, do I clean up for the day? when do I start dinner? Like, how do I, you know, for helping with homework or for, you know, trying to find the soccer cleat that's gone missing and you've got to run off to soccer practice, but you don't know what time to leave because you don't know what the traffic is. Like, bleh. like that's like right. the mental vomit that happens in our minds. Right. And so we can't prioritize. That's one. Two, we don't know how long things are going to take to complete. So I don't know how long it's going to take me to find that soccer cleat because who knows where it could be right? You end up finding it like out in the backyard. One of them is in the backyard. One of them is in the basket where it's supposed to be, right? And so you don't know how long it's going to take to find the soccer plate. You don't know how long it's going to take to, you know, start this new instant pot meal that you want to try that you haven't tried yet. Um, You don't know how, so couple those two things together. We don't know how long things are going to take to do. Plus we just can't prioritize them. Those two things combined, like contribute and are probably the cause of that little tornado that happens in our brains, right? Put us yeah. at four o'clock. Decision fatigue. I don't know if that's ever something you've talked about. Decision fatigue. Oh, yeah. It's a thing. It's a real thing, right? But I think once we understand like these two causes of overwhelm, plus the fact that decision fatigue is real and it hits a lot of us, 
three, four in the afternoon, sometimes earlier in the day, depending on what type of a day you've had and kind of how many micro decisions you've needed to make in the day. And so that's, that's why the witching hour is the witching hour. We can't decide what's for dinner. We can't decide which, do I start looking for the soccer cleat now with my kiddo because they lost it in the middle of the backyard or whatever? Or do I, you know, go and look through this new Instant Pot recipe and try and figure out what I'm supposed to do and which of these crazy buttons I'm supposed to push? Never mind. I'm not making an Instant Pot meal. I'm going to drive through. Right, right. So that's what <laughs> Wait a happened. second. You just described my whole, my whole last week. Yes. But there you go. So it's, <laughs> but that's, I think what, what, when you can understand those two pieces of overwhelm plus the decision fatigue, and then you can start to plan ahead. That's the whole key is once you understand that, and then you're like, okay, I'm going to beat this thing at its own game, right? I'm going to beat the witching hour at its own game. I'm going to beat my decision fatigue. I'm going to become a better prioritizer. Like a lot of it's practice and habit too. But I think in general, like big picture when it comes to dinner is planning ahead. So Sometimes that doesn't help. Sometimes you still open the drive-thru. It happens to me on occasion. It's a rare occasion, but it still does. But it's planning ahead so that when you get to that four o'clock point, you already know what's for dinner. You don't have to make that decision because you've already made it. It's not going to overwhelm you because you're just pulling a meal out of the freezer and dropping it into the Instant Pot. Or you're pulling, you've already pulled the meal out that morning to put into the oven. Or you've been thawing that chicken and marinade from the freezer to grill out that, that evening, right? So just knowing ahead makes a huge difference. And one of the simplest things that you can do is just pull out one ingredient. So like I've mentioned, it could be that you pulled out the chicken and marinade from the freezer, um, or you maybe you had browned up a whole bunch of ground beef. You're just going to pull out one meal's worth and put it in the fridge throughout the day. So you've, you've made that decision at 7.30, 8 o'clock, 6.30, whatever time you wake up in the morning, you make it in the morning when you're still fresh and not like... Well, that's the key. Because the, <laughs> it's the witching hour. They call it that because by the time 4 o'clock comes around, if you don't have a plan, you're, you, know, you just turn into this angry mom who's stressed out because of decision fatigue. And I'm always telling moms, I mean, I wrote about this long time ago in the Guide to Daylight saying, listen, the best time to plan your meal is in the morning before you're stressed out and tired and angry. <laughs> like, that's why I love my crock pot so much. That's why I love my pressure cooker. It's just, um, it's that thing that sort of helps me keep my sanity. And that's kind of a lot of what you do, right? It's just, it's cooking ahead. That's your whole freezer freezer meal thing. Yeah, we do a lot with freezer meals. It's it's all about being one step ahead is what we we suggest. And so I say go as far as making either a meal starter, which is, you know, meat in a marinade or meat in a sauce, like a salsa chicken that you're going to drop into the slow cooker or the instant pot. Um, so that would be kind of a meal starter. Some of our freezer meals are kind of complete meals or one dish meals even. And so you maybe just need a simple side salad or something like that to go with it or whatever vegetables you have in the freezer. That's what ends up happening at our house a lot. I'm like, oh, broccoli again, because I have the organic broccoli from Costco in the freezer because it's- That's right. <laughs> That's right. So- there, um, it's really about that getting ahead, and you know, if you can play the meat sale game plus the get it prepped and into the freezer game, you are like winning at dinner. And yeah, there's still going to be times where you're going to go out. I'm not against going out to dinner or going through the drive-through. I think that that needs, but it needs to be planned, especially if you're on a tight budget, 
especially if you are, you know, trying to get out of debt or you're trying to save for something or you have this new big expense that was unexpected, right? Like you've got to plan those, but you need to also plan those. I also say we all have trigger nights. Okay. So what's a trigger night? A trigger night is just, you get to a certain night in your week and you just can't, you just can't. Right. So my, um, my trigger night is Thursdays. I don't know what it is about Thursdays, but (laughs) Thursdays is just like, can't do it. And so I've kind of learned that, it, you know, I, I don't mind cooking on the weekends. The weekends is kind of, you know, it's, it's oftentimes, oh, I'm just off. I don't want to do anything. No, I, I, I don't mind that. I'll cook on the weekends for other people. Saturday night is just like their trigger night, right? Or maybe it's right. Saturday lunch. You just can't do Saturday lunch, right? Well, plan to go out for Saturday lunch, right? So either plan to go out that night or do some version of cheap takeout. There's a... um we have a great take and bake pizza place that has $10 Tuesdays. So if I'm having a Tuesday trigger day, um, then I'll grab that because it's super cheap and we can feed our family for 20 bucks takeout, which is pretty cheap for a takeout option. Right. And so be looking for those cheaper options as well. Um, But you know, Thursday nights, we don't always go out on Thursday nights. I will plan around that or plan ahead through the trigger night. Does that make sense? So like, Thursdays is often a slow cooker day or an instant pot day, depending on, you know, kind of my morning schedule, but knowing those days that are just really hard for you, you know, beyond the overwhelm, beyond the decision fatigue, this like Thursday nights is my night. Maybe it's that Saturday lunch or, um, you know, Sunday after church or whatever it might be. Like, what is that meal that you just can't seem to do week after week and then come up with a plan to work around that. Like, okay, every other week we're going to go out to lunch for, for Sunday lunch. But then the other two weeks, I'm just going to do, you know, a four hour kind of slow cooker meal that I can start early on Sunday and it's ready after church. So like come up with something to help you through those trouble spots during your week. Well, and everybody I think is a, a little bit different. I know that there's a lot of moms over here that are, you know, that I talk to that are just now figuring out the the awesomeness of pressure cooker and and instant pot is really a brand of pressure cooker, and uh, that sort of that changed the way I did meals too. Is just looking for something that's different, and uh, you've got a ton of stuff. I mean, I've, uh, I'm going to link back to all things Aaron Chase today. So if you guys are wondering about five dollar dinners and how to find. Aaron, I will link back to all the stuff in the show notes today. But one of the things that sort of uh, jumped out to me is you have a sort of a grocery budget makeover um, that you do kind of helping people like me who are still grieving the loss of Zacon <laughs> yeah. um, figure out, okay, how are we going to, you know, what are we going to do this? How, how am I going to stay in budget now? What is the deal with your grocery budget makeover? So grocery budget makeover is our online class. It's all done online with videos and worksheets. We do have a workbook that goes along with it that you can also get. And it's basically going to walk you through all of the different, I call them puzzle pieces that go into the grocery savings game. Um, There's a lot that goes into it. And I've kind of broken each piece down um, and built out these different worksheets and activities and challenges to help you identify you know, I'm really not great at this. I need to do better at this. This is the challenge I need to accept this week. Because some of us are better at meal planning. Some of us are better at writing a shopping list. Some of us are better at looking at the sale ads. And so we kind of look at all the different components 
and then figure out which one of them is is breaking down for you essentially, or which one's the har- most challenging for you, and then kind of piece it back together in a way that is I, I, almost systematic, if you will. That sounds very businessy to me, but that's kind of the idea is to kind of build a system around it so that it can make the whole grocery planning process more effortless. So you're still saving money, but you don't feel like you have to spend three hours on a Sunday planning out meals and looking at the sale ads and checking all the apps and doing all the things that while yes, those things are all important, we can like dial in and make it um, as fast and can kind of condensed as possible where you'll still get the maximum, you know, kind of savings at the grocery store, but in a way that works for you and your personality and your family and what you're eating and all of that. So that's what the grocery budget makeover is. It's really designed to help uh, meet you where you're at, figure out where your biggest struggles are. And then, um, you know, bring you to a place where you're like, oh, grocery shopping is it's easier, it's saving me more money, and it is um, not stressing me out as much as it has. Right. And this is, and I think it's good for, because everybody lives, I mean, we, moms are busy right now, right? And I think it's summertime. This is a great time to sort of learn a new skill that you can put into practice when school starts up again and uh, the days feel, feel like they might be a little bit tighter than they are right now. And so, I mean, to me, uh, summertime, that's the time. And that's why I did, I mean, I've been talking about this all summer on my podcast. This summer was my summer to sort of organize my house. So I pretty much just moved out, put, laid new uh, laid new carpet down and I moved out so that I could move back in so that I could be ready for the fall so that my life felt a little bit less chaotic. I mean, would you tell moms who are going, they're you know thinking right now, well, let's try not to think about summer coming to an end, but it's going to. So uh, would you say that now is a good time for moms to sort of come up with a plan? so that they're ready when fall comes? Oh, absolutely. I think summer is so great because it just, it feels a little bit looser. Um, it feels a little bit like you have more freedom, like at least around here, like we'll sometimes have dinner at like seven thirty, eight o'clock at night, just because of the afternoons are just different, you know, and maybe we had a bigger snack than we would have after school once school's in back in session, you know, so it's, schedules are just looser and freer, at least they are around here. And I think that, you know, for me as a busy working mom, summer is also that time where I will take, you know, make space or I have the space really to, you know, do whatever sort of um, self-improvement, self-care, personal goals, things like that. I feel like for me, summer is huge for that. And this summer has been for me as well. So I think that, you know, if, if getting your act together for grocery shopping has been kind of mulling in the back of your mind, or, you know, you're like, Oh my gosh, why do I spend $2,000 a month on food, $2,500 a month on food? Like if you have a smaller family, if you have a giant family, that would maybe not be unreasonable, but we also have a formula worksheet to help you figure that out, how much you should be spending. Um, so you know, it's so it is a good time to figure that out. So we're so moms can find you at $5dinners.com when that's sort of and I'll link back to that at the show notes today. Um, but if there's one uh, one final thing that you wanted to just say to these moms, just sort of encourage them, the mom who feels overwhelmed, the mom who's got a newborn, and she's like, oh, my word, I can't do the freezer thing. I can't do it. Um, where, like, what's the simplest place for a mom to start kind of getting her sanity back and saving money at the same time? I think the one thing that everybody should do and you can do regardless of where you're at with your kids and in stage and in ages, 
do one thing for the next meal when you're in the kitchen. So if you're in the kitchen doing breakfast, you know, pull out one ingredient for dinner or start that slow cooker for dinner or pull out the apples that you're going to cut up for lunch. Just do one thing for the next meal. You don't have to do a big freezer meal prep session. You don't have to even do like a double batch. Like just do one thing for the next meal. Even if it's like you're doing dinner and and the next morning you're going to have oatmeal, just stick the oats right there on the counter. So when you come in in the morning, you're like, oh, it's oatmeal this morning. Easy, right? Doing that one thing to get one step ahead and making that kind of a habit um, in your kitchen and, and your MO, right? That your modus operandi, the way you operate in the kitchen, doing one thing for the next meal can be super transformative. I love it. Aaron, thank you so much for coming on the show today. For those of you who want more information about Aaron Chase and $5 dinners, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and link back to her in the show notes today. She's got some awesome stuff uh, on there that I know is going to encourage you and make you just a you know, Phil, you're just going to be winning at this mom thing. That's really what we want to do is win at it. So Aaron, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show today. I really appreciate it. It's been fun talking to you. Thanks so much, Heidi. You too. For those of you who need more information, please go back to the show notes at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast. I'm going to be coming back on the, sh- uh, on the podcast on Monday, answering a couple of questions from a girl named Kelly uh, for Mailbox Monday. If you've got questions that you would like answered for Mailbox Monday, even if they have to do with today's podcast, shoot me an email, uh, podcast at thebusymom.com, and we will get those things answered for you on Mailbox Monday. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a fantastic weekend, and I'll see you back here on Monday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.